and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, DV, and I'm Elle. We are three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You guarantee completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoy this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, girls. Hi, girls. Right. She did this before as well. Stevie is setting the mood. There is I don't know why I do this. Like halfway through the introduction, I'm like, ooh, let's light a candle. You're lighting candles. I'm eating garlicky olives. Girls, I'm addicted to olives. I, I don't know what it is, but I have been buying so many of them recently and just literally eating the packet to myself. I never used I to like olives, and now I, love I can't them. get on board with them. I just can't. <gasps> it like, took me a little while. Me, wet, it took me a while. cold. It took me a while. I did have to train myself to like them, uh, but now I'm like fully. I'm not really a salt kind of girl either, so I'm more of a pepper pot, as you know. However, I the yeah, I love them at the minute. I'm highly addicted. So, are they good for you? Thank you very much. As as the podcast goes on, I will devour a pot of olives. <laughs> so we may we may hear me crunching at some point. But are they good for you, or are they like unhealthy? Uh, I think they've got quite they've got healthy fats, but I think they they've got quite a few fats in them. But I mean, it's a vegetable, isn't it? Surely. I was going to say it grows like I was going to say it grows on a nut. It's got some sort of stuff, something in the middle of it. <laughs> I just feel like it's it grows from the earth. It Surely definitely it grows on a tree. It grows on a tree. <laughs> Olive yeah. tree, yeah, that's it. <laughs> she says in the middle of the countryside, like surrounded by trees and all sorts of green, oh, lovely nature. Not got a fucking clue. <laughs> grows on a stone? Grows, it's got something in the middle that you have it's to It's got a nut. No, it's no. Got a oh, for God's sake. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a stone. My boyfriend is going to be like, sweet fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> How are you girls anyway? You're all right? Are you enjoying the lovely weather? Girls, I am. I'm absolutely enjoying this weather. I'm still cold. You're not. Stinging. Honestly, in the evening, I have to put like a jumper on. I'm like, oh, it's a bit nippy, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I will get there. I will be all right. Like, it's like proper first world problems. But yeah, I, I'm still getting cold. Just don't know what's happening. Still sleeping with my duvet. Like, everyone's like, oh, I can't sleep. It's too warm. I'm like, nope, I am duvet up to my neck, like wrapped in like I'm hibernating. So funny. I have to say, I always sit on the colder side of things. Like, I'm, I'm quite cold this evening. I think it's like a chillier evening tonight. But there was there was like two nights where I literally couldn't deal with a duvet. Like thrown off, get away from me. Also, because I came from two holidays where I had aircon. So even though it was roasting hot, we had aircon through the night. Joyous, best thing ever. Lovely. Almost too cold. So then I came back and for two nights I was like, Jesus Christ, I can't sleep. Yeah. Horrible. I forget every Such year though. It's a classic same... Brit thing though, isn't it? It is. It's the same thing, isn't it? To every moan year. About you forget how uncomfortable sleeping hot is and all of a sudden out of nowhere boom hot night and you're like oh gosh I forgot about this uncomfort I'm actually I'm one of the sort of people that I it takes it takes some serious heat to make me sleep uncomfortably because I'm always so cold like the heat barely affects me if that if that makes sense mm. so like I'm I'm pretty good at 
sleeping through like I can be hot and be fine if that makes sense in the day or yeah. the night I'm I'm pretty good it's being cold that does me oh there's nothing worse so I'm in my element as well do you know what though London lacks swimming pools I am desperate yes. to go swimming and I had a look at several rooftop swimming pools blah 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 blah, blah. the membership oh go away the membership. Yeah. I'm like, honey, it's yeah, literally sunny no for two weeks of the year. Do not ask me for £400 a month. No, no, there's a new one. It's a bar with a swimming pool. They're trying to create like beach club vibes on a rooftop in London. And but you don't have there. to be a member. It's East London. The East, it's East London. I, ha- I looked, if, it, if it's the same one, East London, it's £300 introductory membership for the year and then £100 a month. Unless you found a different one that's got no membership, tell me. I mean, Lido's get absolutely ramo. I know. I look every year, I look for that because my favourite thing in the world on holiday is just laying by the pool on the beach, reading a book, relaxing. That's all I want to do. So I every year, if I'm like not on holiday or haven't got anything coming up, I look for it and then I'm like, no, nope, not going there. Not going there. It's going to be rammed. Nowhere else, literally nowhere else to go. I went to um, I went for breakfast a little while ago at One Eighty The Strand. Um, it's another so house group, lovely. But like, how do you get in the pool when everyone is sort of suited up, having breakfast meetings, and then there's, there's a pool in the middle, and then there's me doing handstands. Surely not. No, no, really no one gets in. Can you imagine? Go for it, girl. I tell you what, it'd be a lot more interesting than their business meetings they're having <laughs> yeah I'd be I'd be very <laughs> distracted if I was watching you do handstands L. oh my god it's me and Tom on holiday we're literal children as soon as we get in a pool it's like handstand contest in fact there was a moment we were filming something for the job that we were out there to do and we'd like got all the nice clips and then I was like should we do a synchronized handstand and he just looked at me and was like that's why I proposed to you <laughs> so genuine from the bottom of his heart just had a real moment of like yeah, that's my girl. Yeah, I, oh, love, I love that. that. Oh, well, from pleasing yourself to pleasing other people, this week's episode is all about people pleasing. <laughs> pleasing yourself. Get those dildos out, boys and girls. I didn't mean that. I meant to say from pleasing your inner child's to people pleasing, this week's episode is delving into a couple of dilemmas uh, where... Uh, from my understanding they have been doing far too much for other people and have put themselves into some sticky situations that they can't get out of so uh, we're going to jump straight into those in a moment but before we get there Stevie's word word of the week week. that is one of the worst in the last few weeks (laughs) if you can work your magic and edit that so that it is amazing then, I mean, you deserve a medal. But so you did try and God loves a trier. Um, The word this week is incorrigible. Oh, incorrigible. Incorrigible. Yeah. I wonder, is corrigible a word and then incorrigible? That's a very good question. I'm going to Google it right now. What would you be doing if you were corrigible? Can you spell it for me, Stevie? I can indeed. It is I-N-C-O-R-R-I-G-I-B-L-E. Very easy. Incorrigible. 
Incorrigibles, yes. Yeah, so corrigible. If you, it's got a, it's a descriptive word, right? It's a descriptive word. You're corrig. If you're corrigible, then you are up for anything. And if you are incorrigible, you're very hard to get on board. So, uh, so yeah, she she loved cruise ships, but she was incorrigible when it came to the entertainment. Jade, do you know what? It's not right, but you're not a million miles away. Oh, mm, okay. okay. Well, when I say that, right, now I'm going to have to backtrack a little bit here. <laughs> you're just closer than anything you've guessed previously to any of the world. You're of the just weeks. hundreds of thousands of miles away now as opposed to a million miles away. <laughs> um, okay, so it's not like down for anything or the opposite. I'm going to say incorrigible describes the person who is overbearing to a fault. So when they're like, super in your face and annoying they are incorrigible mm. interesting okay incorrigible it is wrong but <laughs> most sensible guesses we've had in months so well done <laughs> no genitalia involved go me oh god you really are engaged now i know <laughs> boring incorrigible means incapable of being corrected with regards to somebody's behavior can you use it in a sentence yeah (laughs) he's an incorrigible liar so you can't stop him from lying basically he he just cannot be changed it's just in his dna he is an incorrigible liar and i also looked up corrigible to make sure it was also a word and it is capable of being corrected rectified or reformed oh interesting that's a great word i there is nothing worse than an incorrigible person i think there's nothing worse than somebody who is not willing to change not up for taking on constructive criticism god there's nothing worse it's just a small-minded person i think personally i think we can all improve on ourselves right i mean there are certain things that maybe we would say I stand corrected, but I think I'm pretty good at that. So, no. But I think there's nothing worse than an incorrigible person, someone that's just not up for seeing the other side and making positive change or change that suits for the greater good. Great word, Stevie. There you go. Thank you very much. Not my own, but there (laughs) we go. I think I'm being taken advantage of. And the worst part is, I think it's all my fault. My friend is getting married and I stupidly offered my help with anything she needed. I've known her for 10 years and whilst we're close, we're not best friends. However, despite not being a bridesmaid, she asked if I could help organise Hindu, which I willingly obliged. She also said that she would like all of the little touches to be handmade and personal. So I was given the task of making table arrangements, which have cost me money and time and hand dry petals for confetti, which has taken hours. I genuinely thought everyone would be assigned jobs for the wedding as she wanted it to be so personal, but it turns out I'm the only one with the added responsibility. She also asked me to help set up the day before, which means taking time off work, and as I'm not a bridesmaid, volunteered me to go to the venue before the ceremony to make sure everything was still how we left it. In addition to that, she's given my name to the venue for any issues on the day. And I've also been asked to keep an eye on her seven-year-old son. I'm oh, seriously... stop it. Stop 
I'm seriously starting to regret offering my help and I'm actually dreading the wedding. How do I voice this to her? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Wow. She's taking the piss. <laughs> no. She's basically asked her to be like a wedding planner. Wedding planner. An event arranger. A very, a very and a babysitter. And a babysitter. And a babysitter. And you're not oh. even a bridesmaid. You're not even getting a dress out of this. Oh, my God. Or a thank you. Fuck. No. Okay. You, I mean, listen, maybe, she, you know, what's, turn it on its head. The compliment is she thinks that you are wonderful at the personal pretty added touches and that you are responsible and wonderful. So she's giving you all these jobs. However, no, you you just need to turn around and just say to her, listen, I'm really sorry. I'm out of pocket. I'm out of time. And I don't have the capabilities to do all of the things that you've asked me for. So I think what is best to do is, is maybe if you have a chat with all your bridesmaids and each of the jobs that you've given me, maybe you split out between the girls or who or the guys, whoever, you know, and um, you you hand that over. So you've got groomsmen and you've got bridesmaids and it's part of their responsibility, actually. And you know what? I heard it through the grapevine. They really want some more responsibilities. So just say that. <laughs> just get Love out. that. Love that. Love just drop that, that in there. Yeah, I mean, who has the bloody nerve? I'm sorry. Who is this woman? Who does she think she is? You know what? Uh, we're going to play take... this back to you when when it's your wedding. Yeah, and me and Jade yeah. are running around like headless chickens. And, excuse <laughs> me, so and so. Yeah, and can you just look after the sheep that I've brought down from Tom's mum? Okay, Jade, <laughs> you're looking after your babysitting the sheep. Okay, and oh, you're doing God. the DIY. And Stevie, what on earth do you think you're doing? You can you imagine? I'm so, I'm the world's <laughs> worst people pleaser. I'll be like, girls, don't worry about that. I'll do that. Don't worry. I'll just do it all. You know what? I just won't even get married. Yeah. That makes everyone's life easier. I'll tell you what, I'll throw you all a party instead. Yeah. (laughs) That is so you. I would take so much pleasure in in helping with that. I girls, this is one of the things like I do. I fucking love this. I love, I love table arrangements. I love flowers. Like I remember for my sister's birthday. I got up at 4am, went to the flower market, got loads of peonies. I've done loads of little arrangements. Like, I love, I love the added detail. Give me a, give me what you need me to do. I'll make you a Canva menu. Like, I love all that stuff. And I often yeah. find myself in scenarios where I've offered to help with things. Like the other day, guys, I was at a funeral and I was speaking to a lady and she was really lovely. And then... She was on the phone to her friend and all of a sudden I'd found myself volunteering to print off canvas and find easels for somebody's 60th birthday that I don't even know them. I have no idea. Jade. They... I have no oh idea who they are. Jade. Like in the nicest way, thank fuck the girl didn't actually message me the next day because I fully volunteered my time to a complete stranger at a funeral. So I hear how this listener feels because I've done it myself. Yeah. And then you're committed. Then you're like, how do I get out of it? Do you know what the thing is, though? I think people take advantage because everyone has them conversations where they're like, yeah, I'll help you. Yeah, I'll do this. I'll do that. 90% of the time, people don't take you up on it because they know that it was just a drunk conversation or you don't really know them that well. So it's not really that appropriate. And then there are another breed who are like, they said that their sister's cousin's brother would get you a discount. I'm going to ask for it. And you know, when you're like, have you got no awareness 
no awareness. Like, I don't know how I would get out of this situation, though. I you think... know what I would do? I would say, look, I've made you your hand dried, fried, fucking frozen petals, whatever <laughs> they are. I've done whatever it is so far. I've actually realised I've got quite a lot of responsibilities here. Um, and I think it would be amazing, just like what Jay said, if you could pass them off to the bridesmaids instead. Um, and actually, you know, I don't, I, I, I can't even put it in a nice way. I don't want to look after your child on the day. I think they might have a grandparent or an auntie or uncle or somebody who might be better at the job because I've spent 20 hours on your dried, fried, frozen fucking petals and I'm going to make use of the bar. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Karen. Love that. Thank you. That's so true. Or just say to, just say to them like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like I'm, I didn't realise you didn't know, but I've got this real phobia of like children under two. Like yeah. I've got this phobia, like, an explosive nappy really um Jade, I think her son's seven or the kid's oh, seven. Fuck, is he? Oh even <laughs> so I've got to say I've got pre teens pre teens can't deal yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. Also I have a really bad drinking problem and I thought I'd let you know now. I'm very irresponsible or, after several drinks. Or go the other way and be like seven year olds can have wine, can't they? They're all right if they have a bit of wine on the table. Yeah. yeah. Fireworks, we can let your son set them off. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna pop a Catherine wheel around your kid's little finger, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's the drastic one, but if you can't do any of the above, you know, take it further. Why not? You know, show her how 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 irresponsible you can be. Or failing that, just reach out to the bridesmaids. Like, surely you're gonna know someone or the groom. Just reach out to the groom and say, Hey hun, just to let you know, Bridezilla over there's got me doing an awful lot of things, and I don't really fancy it. So, do you know um, what you're letting yourself in for? Yeah, yeah. Run now. Yeah, have a chat with the groom. If she's unapproachable, you know, if she's obviously looking for perfection and and trusts you with it, but it's too much and you can't speak to her, speak to the groom. Just say, hey, hon, you know, this is your wedding too. These are some responsibilities. Do you want to dish them out to your groomsmen? Yeah. Obviously, he's going to say Good no. Idea. But, you know. Fucking hell. The audacity, though, girls. My God. My God. No, like, she's taking I think the piss. That's taking the piss. And you're not even a bridesmaid. Especially if she's asked no one else to do it either. Or no one else is doing really this. Shit I'd be raging. Yeah, so true. Or just really rubbish bridesmaids or friends. Yeah, yeah. but then why are they your bridesmaids? Don't have them. There's politics that's involved. That's an I'm even sure. bigger mug off, isn't it? Like they're useless. They're not even doing anything. You're doing all of their jobs. You're not even a bridesmaid. Mm-mm. No. You know what? Good luck with that be one. Be tempted to be like, fuck it. I'm not even coming. I can't look after each other because I'm not going to be there. I'm sick of you. I don't actually like you anymore. Bye. Well, that's oh. taken a turn for the worst, hasn't it? That's escalating. Can you quick. tell the sort of mood I'm in today? <laughs> no one stands a chance. I'm actually here for this type of energy. I think that was me last week with the um, yes, what was it? The it sex was episode. You... Hell's right. You know why? Because I'm on my period. And so am li- I. We're so in sync. So in sync. I am too. And you're not. I shit you not. I'm better the week of. Last week I was Aggie. This week I'm good. Same. Oh, same. The week before, hell hath no fury. The week <laughs> of, oh, it's fun. Everything's fun. Well, I don't really get any PMS really whatsoever, apart from I'll have one day where I cry, like over anything random. This is when I must have said about the crying over Tom's head 
yes I, I did tell you that before right so that was on a playlist I don't know I if it was on the podcast though oh did it was this not on the podcast I can't remember basically it was it a very was. emotional day to, for me and something Tom was there and something half about heads and I was like I love your head and before I knew it I was crying and he was like I literally draw the line like I will comfort you for anything but if you're actually crying over my head I'm not doing it and I was like what? I do just love your head <laughs> so ridiculous he did walk out and leave me at that point um and then I come on my period the next day and was like ah and I messaged him I was like do you remember when I cried over your head period <laughs> he was like yeah thought that might have been it that is fucking brilliant i know but obviously with the last week like there's been tears but it's been hard to know what for so (laughs) so now i come on oh my god but this is a whole other episode you know i rave about period knickers like love them all i wear never had a bad experience until i basically just happened upon the heaviest period of all time on the first day of my period get to my aunt and uncle's to celebrate my other aunt's birthday and I look and I've got like they're like light period knickers it's leaked through fucking everywhere I know worst worst timing not on the dress but I don't know how it didn't go on the dress anyway not a fun story for another time but periods i hate because oh my god right i'm really going off on a tangent here but i have to say this because we we need to talk about this on another time in the paper today it mentioned this is probably old news about the pill that a man can take like contraceptive pill have you seen it yeah no well i've not seen i mean i've heard of it but i've not seen anything recently yeah i think it's being released like (gasps) it's almost ready to go well it was in the paper today and Tom's mum was telling me about it and I didn't read the article but they were talking to three men seeing whether they would use it and the way that it works is you take it half an hour before sex and then you can't get pregnant apparently I don't know any other details than that but um we definitely need to have a little look into that because I'm sure oh my god yes would you trust them though would you trust the guys to take it I was having with Tom's mum while Tom was sat in the middle while we were discussing whether we would trust men to take a contraceptive pill. I know. I know. Yeah. Whole other thing for another time, but I needed to needed to let you know. Okay. Maybe we wait and see if there are any like genuine like pregnancies on it. Yeah. If not, I'm the I bet they all stop taking it when their balls get tender. Fucking hell. <laughs> and they start getting acne and they're mood swings are happening and they're having a little yes. cry and put on a bit of weight mm, yeah feeling a little bit anemic actually do you know what fuck this this is a lot of hard work isn't it yeah no shit we'd lose half yeah. the workforce everyone would be yeah. off sick that's so true so true god forbid oh girls so true should we jump off our soapboxes <laughs> back to people pleasing because we're yeah. not pleasing any men today no. <laughs> she's asking a lot of you you need to just say in the nicest way, I was really looking forward to being a part of this wedding and I'm really grateful for you trusting me. I'm flattered. However, I've no, I'm have no, i no longer enjoying this and actually I think that there are people that would really like some responsibility. Hand it over to her. Just say, you know, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to seeing you and I'm looking forward to getting really drunk and not yeah. looking at your child. Um, 
Oh yeah. Girls, yeah, do you know what? I went to a wedding this weekend and I had the best time. It was such a good wedding. It was so intimate and so small and it did have all the personal touches, but none of them were imposed on anybody. Like everybody just did it because they wanted to and everyone just had the best time. It was so good. Oh, so girls, good. I it was a great to, wedding to I kick off wedding week. I've been to two weddings in my life, so I need to know what makes a good wedding. I've got pictures. I'll I'll send them. Like okay. it was lovely, really lovely. Next episode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hi, ladies. I'm having a crisis with some of my best friends who I've known for over twenty years. I love them dearly, but recently it's all become a little much. I have the biggest home, so I'm always expected to host any event we have: birthdays, baby showers, engagements, dinner parties, etc. And while some of the girls try to help, it's me who has to clean before they. They arrive, tidy after they've gone, get everything in to cater for us, and I've just had enough. I finally stood up for myself and said no to hosting one of the girls' birthdays, but now I feel incredibly guilty. Everyone's complaining how much money it is to go out, and some people are saying they might not even be able to go and celebrate. I just feel like it's my fault, but I'm so exhausted of being expected to play host. Oh dear. This makes me sad because I feel like people aren't aware of what you've done over the last however many years like the fact that people are complaining it's like welcome to your world you think it's expensive going out it's expensive being the one to host and to do everything because you might split say food bills for example but there's always the little extras that you end up buying that you end up doing whether you're buying things to clean getting a cleaner in or whatever you're paying more and also it's not just the money it's the time and the effort isn't it and it just feels like people have got so complacent with you doing that yeah, it just feels really unfair. Yeah, do you know what would get me? The cleaning, the cleaning the toilets, the making sure your house is presentable. Oh, and then yeah. once everybody goes, like they just walk out your door. Like they're done. They've had a great time. Like they've asked you where the glasses are. They've used 15 because they can't remember where they put the last one. And yeah. like you're the one who's left picking the pieces up. Mm, yeah. Do you know what? I get this like as like growing up we always had people in and out of the house but never necessarily hosted and obviously lived in my nan's house so obviously once we started once my nan passed and um and like we redecorated and well, even before she passed we redecorated and stuff like that and like now we love having people around and hosting and we often do christmas easter mother's day father's day have like birthdays in the garden and stuff like that in the summer we've always got like we always host. However, I know me and my sister got to a point last year where we was like, wow, this is costing a lot of money. And it's not that the people coming around weren't offering to go, oh, I'll bring a bottle or blah, 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 or I'll, I'll do a bit of washing up. They was. But it took the joy out of hosting after doing it for so many years, probably, what, five to eight years, we've been doing the same events over and over and over. We're sick of it. So we refused this year. We was like, right, we're not doing um we done I think we done Mother's Day, but we're not doing Easter. We're going to a pub and having a lunch. We're not doing birthdays, we're going out. We're not doing it yeah. and, and you know like because the, the cost of it as well, girls, it's so silly, but like when people come around, I'm the sort of person, yeah, all the cleaning and all that, but I'm like snacks and then flowers yeah. so the house looks nice and then um the food and then the drinks and and then like all the cleaning products because you've got fucking Sephora everywhere haven't you and I haven't got the money yeah no it's just it's 
it's expensive girls and also like I, yeah like I say I love having people around I do enjoy it but after a little while it gets tedious because you do like you got to go and get all this you got to clean you got to go and get all the stuff that you want to eat or drink yeah people do like give you money or they'll they'll bring something around but then you've got to You've got to run around and do things and get things because they're like, oh, where's this? Where's this? Where's this? So, like, people aren't, can't be self-sufficient in your house. They need to be guided around or told where to go and get things unless they're, like, you know, regular guests. Uh, but then you have this obligation, like, you're the guests. So you get up and get all the waters or the drinks or whatever. You go and grab all the snacks and you arrange them all. You, you know, do the washing up and all of that and the tidying up afterwards. You have no autonomy as to when people leave either, you know. So it's like... <laughs> You know, if you're really not in the mood, but you do it and you're like, all of a sudden it's like fucking two o'clock in the morning. You're like, oh my God, I want to go to bed. You can say that yeah. to a degree, but like at 11 o'clock, if you're ready for bed and people are like, woo, let's get the party started. You're like, oh, can't be the party pooper. There's just a pressure and it's fine doing it once in a while. But if you're able to not do it and go out somewhere or somebody else is able to do it, then yeah, absolutely take it in turns and, and, or get your mates to pull their weight and just be like, yeah, cool. Like you can come around my house, but. You know, everyone pops a tenner in the kitty. You know, everyone takes a responsibility on something. So blah, 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 you're on the cocktails. Blah, 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 you're on the nibbles. X, Y, Z, you're coming a bit earlier and you're getting the place set up with me. But it's all easier said than yeah. done, isn't it? I think people want, you know, they want the they want the fun times. But then, you know, saying that though, girls, you are not like, I'm, I, like, I don't think I've got friends that would Atty put that demand on me? I know that I'm somebody that would be, I'm definitely, me and Crystal have definitely done it so many times and been like, yeah, come on, yeah, come around to our house. And then we're literally running around ragged. Uh, Crystal's my sister, by the way, uh, running around ragged and like shouting at Steve and Michael, her and my partner, be like, you're on the stairs, you, bathroom, you, kitchen. Like it's a military operation. And even they have turned around to us and been like, why do you keep, offering to host why do you keep inviting people around and saying that you're like like do mother's day and do father's day why and christmas yeah. like why are you offering to do that we're like well nobody else is offering and actually when you look at it it's like no you dickheads you've put your foot in it again and just said that you do something when actually you don't really want to do it so now we we've made it very clear we're like not doing christmas good for you first year in 10 years not doing not doing christmas that is so good. Do you know, we yeah. actually had this discussion last year about Christmas and everyone was getting really like, oh, I don't want to cook it. I don't want to cook it. Didn't mind hosting it, um, but didn't want to cook it. So I was like, I'll cook it. Like, because it doesn't stress me out. And I think it was stressing other people out. So I was like, I don't care. I'll do it. Well, gets to Christmas Day. Because nobody had to cook the dinner because it was my responsibility, they were all like, Oh, I'll put the turkey in the oven. Oh, I'll peel the potatoes. I literally didn't do anything. I didn't yeah. do anything. <laughs> but because they didn't have that responsibility, they were all happy to do it. I was yeah. like, this is great. I love this. I'll cook it again next year. So funny. <laughs> the thing is, though, coming back to this, like, this question or this, like, dilemma, I just think as well, you cannot feel guilty because presumably other people are able to host they are choosing not to which is fine for whatever reason and I also think with these people who are like oh I can't afford it everything is expensive however if you are planning things far enough in advance 
they have a conscious decision to make as to whether they want to go to it or they don't want to go to it. And I think I've said this before on the podcast, people's version of not having any money is very different. And where people choose to spend their money is very interesting. And I'm not saying one way is right or one way is wrong, but if you know you've got a birthday party coming up and it's one of your best friends, like you got to make a conscious decision whether you want to save, like to be able to go to it if you're knowing it's going to be expensive. Like you can't just expect somebody else to be like, oh, come around my house and you can just pop in and leave as it pleases you. Like, so don't feel guilty. Everybody here is adults. Everyone has got a choice and it's not down to you. So true. Amen. Mic drop. I said it myself. Mic drop. Mic drop. Hell, do you ever feel like that with us? Because I just feel like I swan into your house every week for podcast. And then like, I'm like, do you want to go in your own house? I literally don't do anything. You walk in half the time, you cook for me and said, it's bloody lovely. (laughs) (laughs) I literally don't host you. I'll forget to offer you a drink. You can help yourself. I prefer that. It was so funny, actually. We went to my aunt's um, over the weekend and my aunt's hilarious. And she was like, to be honest, I'm a bit of a shit host, so please do help yourself. <laughs> she was like, honestly, kitchen's out there. All the food's there. All the drinks there. Have whatever you want. I just can't be bothered to keep getting it up and pouring it. And I was like, so much respect for that. I feel you. That's brilliant. So no, I, wish... I don't feel like that at all. I wish I was more like that, man. Because as much as I turn around and go, no, no, no. As soon as people turn up, I'm like, what would you like? Put rub? Uh, 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 so true. Would you like to lay on the back massage? Back massage? Would you like a fan? Yeah. Would you like a fan? Like, I'm offering people shit that they don't need. Nail file? Would you like me to paint your nails? I'll do that. <laughs> like, I am Jade, you're so that person as well, where they're like, oh, do you want a bag of crisps? Take a bag of crisps and chocolate bar with you, just for the journey. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, One for the road. My nan taught me, well, people came through this house and they never left. And there's good reason for it, I found out. And it's because people walk through the door and my nan goes, cup of tea, slice of toast, come out. The whole the whole loaf of bread has been toasted. There's a selection of condiments to go with this toast. Like people have literally come in just to go, girly, can I use your toilet? Yeah, of course you can, darling. They come down, they've got a fucking three course. My nan's a feeder. My nan's always been a feeder. And then if she, like the last thing she'll do before you've declined or you've drank all you can and ate all you can is go right now what money how much money do you need do you need some money <laughs> and my oh, would be less honestly like my aunts my aunts would like they bless them and like cousins as well they'd be like they'd knock like they they'd go out and then they'd ring me or they'd knock on the door after they go give that back to nanny for fuck's sake like she wouldn't let me leave unless she put this oh. 10 pound note or five pound note in my hand give that back to nanny for me because my nan was just that sort of person and she's she taught so me amazing I mean, i'm not out here chucking yeah. fivers around so don't be knocking on my door anybody but <laughs> <laughs> i am definitely the sort of person to be like no i'm not doing it. if they want it it's in the kitchen they walk through the door and i'm like what would you like? How quickly would you like it? Tell me temperatures, everything. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> so, so, yeah. I would like to sprinkle a little bit of your aunt on me, please, Ellie. True. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I know. Honestly, me too. She's so... She's so honest with it. I love it. I love it. I don't... I feel like I haven't really had enough opportunities to host. I do enjoy it, but I stress that people aren't like having the best time or that like 
I'm I'm not lazy, but I want you to be able to get a drink whenever you want so that you're not thirsty, so that I know you're not thirsty, but like go and help yourself because I want you to feel like you can go and do that. So I'm sort of halfway like I will I will people please, but I'll also be like your my home is your home. So yeah. free it like that and do what you want. Your home is very much like that as well. Like I, I genuinely do walk in like, oh, we've got a new candle. Yeah. <laughs> there was one time I remember we were obviously all, all the cushions were out, set up, ready go, to go for the podcast. And Stevie was like, I do feel like this is, you know, my second home. And as I looked round, you were on the sofa, Jade was laying on the floor, or like one of you had your legs up, like all the way over the sofa. The other one had like four drinks in hand. And I was like, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. I love it so much. Because my mum's house was like that. Like, it was everyone's home you go in you feel comfortable straight away so I always wanted that so I love it I love it it's so true we do we obviously Elle has the best array of of products so me and Stevie going like oh it's like Christmas and he's got a new box of something and we go oh what's that oh what does that do and before you know it like we've got blotches and blobs on our faces and our arms (laughs) we're spraying stuff and Elle comes in and she's just like yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Well, like, what's this? Look at this. Wow. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like a child going into the Disney shop when we go to Elle's house. So um, product-wise oh, as well, we like, yeah, it's it's, well, it's like the magic cave, Aladdin's magic cave. Every time we walk in, what's new? Ha <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what as well? I remember getting really jealous because you walked in, Jade, and you were like, Elle, can I wash my face? And can I use all this product? Because my face just feels really dirty. And I was like, She's getting to use it. I want to use it as well. See, that I'm good at. Then I'll go and get you a brand new fresh flannel. I'll point you in the direction of the best ones to use. That's when I'm a good host when it comes to beauty products and how you're going to get the best pamper of your life. That's where I thrive. We'll keep cooking dinner. You you keep supplying the products. We're we're all good. So true. Moving on to the game, yeah. we're going to move over to our game. Finish that phrase. If you're new to the podcast, where have you been? Now, if you're new to the podcast, this is a little game that we've got, a little segment. Uh, we're going to go head to head. This week, it is Jade versus Ellie. Sorry, Steve, you've got to go and grab yourself one. Girls, I'm really not happy about this um, because I think used to have had a conversation about like just saying the other person has won which is why you've caught me after so many weeks at the top I think Ellie's now in the lead isn't she um mm, you Steve, and... honest question do you really think either of us care enough about finish that phrase to have I, care. I care oh dear okay <laughs> the current leaderboard stands as Ellie and Stevie are tying with 12 points and Jade is coming in shortly second with 11 points so it's all up for grabs girls all to play for okay right also can I just say I do super short ones and you two do like essays so here's a super short one for you okay okay right you ready yeah paint me like one of your I so want to say Jade because that would mean that she can uh, get no the points, way. but Ellie, it was you. It was you. Paint me like one of your French girls. It was the Titanic. Yes, it was inspired by that. Oh god, sub- 
thing that went bang. Girls, that is my worst nightmare. That is like I know. I mean, I know everybody is afraid of like the bottom of the ocean, like duh. But genuinely, from a very small age, I've always I love the ocean. But if I can't see through to the bottom of the water, (laughs) no, not getting in it. Right, not getting in it. This whole thing has made my skin crawl. However, I did just watch before we started recording the podcast that it's been exposed that the Navy knew that this submersive had imploded on Sunday. What? Apparently so. So they're saying that it's all a bit of a conspiracy theory because the real news that's out is that there's a load of documentations from uh, Prince Andrew and Rupert Murdoch and... Uh, some other stuff that has been swept under the rug because this story has kind of taken over. Obviously, believe what you will, read what you will, whatever biases there are, blah, 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 blah. But, um, yeah, sorry, I just had to say that. I've just, I'll, I'll send you the details. Um, Please do, because I love a good conspiracy theory. Yeah. Not that I buy into many of them, but, yeah, like you say, this thing, who would want to get into a submarine and go to the bottom of the ocean where you have been secured into it with 17 bolts from the outside like honestly that's enough to get if you put me in a box that was sealed from the outside and left it in a room I would still like probably have a breakdown in it like I just I don't I just can't no there's no sense to me in any of this story no No sense at all there's a lot of money but there's no fucking sense which you know yeah yeah, and um, obviously it's very, very, very sad for the families. Terrible. So sad. Oh, terrible. So like, sad. Took, that waiting must have been horrendous. Horrendous. I took, I took comfort. Someone, someone said to me that has got some qualifications in this that I was like, what a horrific way to die. And I was like, it would have been very quick. I was like, are you sure? Yeah. Apparently so. I mean, not an expert. They seem to have qualifications. But, uh, oh, God, girls, honestly, the thought of it is, like, horrific. Anyway, poor families, poor people, lessons to be learnt. That brings us to the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to give us a review and send over any questions that you've got to longstoryshortpodcast22 at gmail.com. Head over to our TikTok, that's longstoryshortpod, to see what we've been up to there. We'll be back next Tuesday, and don't forget... No story will ever be short. Bye. Bye. Bye.